Episode 44 with my buddy Stephen Foster, recording artist Stephen Foster, and Dave, the guy with five A's in his name. Uh, this is a special one to me. Steve is a huge uh, inspiration in my life, friend, family member. Uh, he's just such a great guy, and I wanted to bring him on, and I really wanted to pour my heart out to him and just tell him what kind of influence he was or has been to me in my life. And uh, Dave's there to make sure that we don't bro too hard. But um, this is it, uh, episode 44, Stephen Foster. This song underneath, Sad Lump Songs, is from Stephen Foster's debut album by the same album by the same title. And you can find this on iTunes. Pick it up. Support local artists. Um, he's uh, the album is fantastic. I, I promise you, you will like it. And if you don't, you let me know, and I'll send you an After 30 sticker that you can put over your mouth because no one wants to hear your goddamn opinion. <laughs> that being said, Nana Nation, thank you so much. We put our t-shirt sales out and one day sold out. We're going to be starting a little campaign. Um, and it's going to be called, I don't know, something. Sh- I don't give a shirt. <laughs> or or holy shirt. I don't know. We're called something. Some kind of shirt pun. Uh, and just show off the Nana Nation in their not after 30 gear. Shirts went out, male and female. Uh, let's see what we get back. So thank you so so much. Uh, the shirts will probably go out next week. So I'm hoping, and I'm hoping you guys see on our Facebook page. We'll also see if we can get something on Twitter um, in regards to the shirts and all that fun stuff. So thank you so much for that. We may or may not be doing another run of these original shirts next month. We're gonna wait and see uh, if there is a huge demand, um, uh, and or we might be coming out with a very special Miss Six inspired shirt. But we're going to take that one step at a time. We are growing at a rapid rate. And I don't want to push it too fast. I get a little bit nervous. Uh, and plus, I mean, everybody associated with the Not For 30 podcast and the network and going deep and beer vacation. We all have full-time jobs and lives. So this is really a passion project. So we're gonna, we got a little bit of flow going on. We're going to see how that goes. I hope everybody is enjoying the last couple weeks of summer. Um, we've got a couple more surprises, including very possibly a tequila-inspired um, Chronicles. So that is a possibility. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, with that being said, I want to start this episode um, because it's, it's, a, it's maybe our most produced um, podcast yet. I know that we haven't really... Uh, none of our podcasters are overproduced. Really, all I do is after we hit record and we record a session... I put a little bit of music on the, uh, the beginning and the end, and then I do a rambling intro like this. 
other than that, there's not really much more that we do to produce it. And this is this episode. Um, I've done a little special stuff too. You'll notice it. Um, really pushing the fabrics of what I know. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, we're looking at like a four minute mark now. I've been rambling. So that's a little update. Um, yeah, thank you so much for helping our dreams come true. And special announcement coming uh, in one day after this is dropped. Uh, this is dropped on uh, Monday. So on the Tuesday, there'll be a special announcement. Big news in the Not for 30 podcast land. Um, just another way for more fans to get a hold of us. That being said, thank you so much for helping my dreams come true. And everybody part of the Billy Shears podcasting studio, everyone in the Nana Nation, everybody uh, with Going Deep, Beercation, of course, not after 30. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are awesome. Hashtag passion over paycheck. Because that's uh, I'm gonna tell I you about all day. I, everything that happens on this podcast... I'm learning on the fly. So if you could bestow any of your wisdom. You're like every podcaster in the land. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody just does everybody. it and then they find ways to get it better because they get feedback or they exactly. listen back and they're like, oh, I got to make this sound better. It's, so. it's sometimes it's almost like this is how uh, like this is how we get the people who are listening, the yeah. listeners, to give us feedback. It's like, how bad is our show? Mm-hmm. How bad is the audio question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Buddy. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. With every podcast, we start this with a cheers. So let's raise our glass. Salute. Welcome. Salute. This is the Not After 30 Podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. Ladies and gentlemen and lovers of the Not After 30 Podcast... My name's Anthony. We're recording live at the Billy Shears Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. With me across the table is somebody who's very special to me. He is uh, someone who has influenced my life. He is a friend, but more than that, he is one of my brothers. Um, across the table from me, someone I've looked up to, Mr. Stephen Foster. Thank you. Buddy, you're fucking here. I figured since I've been mentioned in your podcast... That um, I didn't get paid, so at the <laughs> very least I should be on one of your, one so of your sessions. Are you saying that because you haven't been paid, you're here to collect? Something will be missing when I leave. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Listen, you, you can take anything you want because because uh, I love you that much. Yes. Uh, I was thinking about ways that of, of talking points that we could go through, um, but I think the, I think the best way to start is. Do you remember the first time we met? Yes, I do. Um, it was Old Navy. Yeah. September 2001. Uh-huh. And there was a meeting in the back room of Old Navy. Uh-huh. Keep going. And you were goofing off somewhere... And I was wondering how you were getting away with this, but it seemed everybody liked you, and that's uh, that's uh, that's why we started talking because we we clicked at some point. So yeah, it was pretty instantaneous. Well, I'm very impressed with with, with, with my memory, with your memory, yeah. Because you even nailed like the day. I know it was September. I think it was September. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. 
All right, joining us in studio is Dave, the guy with five A's. Dave, <laughs> thank you for crashing the party. What up, world? <laughs> okay, so we to just... the dozens <laughs> and <laughs> dozens <laughs> of listeners around the Not Up the Thirty podcast. It's funny we were just talking about um, how we met. And I do remember when I met you. Oh, um, goodness. I think Tell it, me about I it. I think it was October 2001. Oh, my God. What a memory. And your basement. We were in your basement. Uh, the unfinished basement at Cartier? It was wood paneling on the wall. Oh, Bremen Lane. Bremen. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because we didn't move till June. Right, yeah. And Steve was obviously at pool parties. Don't bang the table. And uh, I think Anthony gave you a suplex, and you cried, and I was like... Cried? I, the first like, time I looked at Anthony, I was like, you are an asshole. Yeah, like, sounds right. Well, you don't understand, that was happening all the time. Yeah. But did, did he do it forcefully, or was he like, oh, let me do it? It and was, I was pr- like, It was, I was pretty like, serious. He, you didn't... There was no oh, asking permission. Oh, I was, was I resisting, or I was like, okay, you can do this, but then I get no, to do... No, no? There was no... Oh, okay. I don't think you expected it. I don't remember it, it that way, guys. <laughs> and, uh... Usually it was always like, "Hey, can I do a move? Um, do a move to you, and you can do a move to me." But then a lot of times Anthony would be like, "Okay, I get to go first, though." <laughs> he would like break my back and then run off. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah, got to yeah, do yeah. anything. Yeah, you seemed okay. Like after <laughs> yeah, he's still alive, crying a little bit, but then we were okay with it. But I was like, "Wow, this is hardcore." Yeah, the scar tissue built up on my back uh, today <laughs> is. Uh, I have Anthony to thank for that. It's great. Insane. Hey, man. Don't blame me, because you got shitty DNA. <laughs> All right, so... You were three years older than me, man. <laughs> okay? All right, don't make this That's a cry That's a big fest. growth period. Don't make this a cry fest, okay? We're celebrating Steve and how wonderful he is. Are you guys drinking waters here? I brought some beer. No, uh, I'm drinking some bourbon. Nobody was supposed to know we're drinking water. Oh, well, then it's too late. I am also drinking bourbon. Oh, you're drinking boule. Yes. Um, you're more than welcome to those classes. Yeah, I'm one ways. of those. Um... Sorry, I ta- well, you should have a better system here. If I can't tap a shot glass on a mat... David, you know the rules. Don't make me have to suplex you in front of everybody. All the dozens and dozens of listeners. Such <laughs> <laughs> a jerk. It's a sound effect. You gotta uh, keep that... Okay, so Steve, I, I remember the first time... <sighs> Dave, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill you. I swear to God. There's gonna be a giant vein in the middle of my forehead. And I'm gonna, mur- I'm gonna suplex you up Some to the table. Some things never change. That's it. Uh, story of their lives. Right? I don't remember exactly the first time we met, but I do remember liking you almost instantly. Like, you know, you had, you had a very funny personality, and you were, um, how do you, like, your timing with, with, was so good with, with your comebacks and your comments. Yes. Like, we'd be in the back, we had the unfortunate um, shift of doing the morning shipment at Old Navy when Old Navy first opened up. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys meet at Old Navy? We I did, guess. yeah. yeah. And so that was around the same time you met Ben as well. Oh, yeah, all, all yeah. those all those friends I made through there wow. were all around the same time. Well, wow. call, all kind of originals and just... And I remember... It I remember feels like years ago. It was years ago. Yeah. And uh, 15 years ago, actually. Yeah, I know. 15 years ago next month. Wow. Yeah. Weird to say. Happy early anniversary, buddy. And I, I remember, I remember just, I remember this like very polarized because you, you were like, I feel like you were, you were born super tall. I feel like well, my hair was also like twelve inches long back then. It was yeah, it was very very long, very polarizing. Like, so you're what naturally what six three or six four? Six four. Yeah, naturally, 
Without the hair, without yeah. without the stilts, <laughs> without, without the, the heels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the stilettos, you're about six yes. seven, yes. but then naturally, <laughs> but it, but you had hair that was like four inches tall. It was very yeah. 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 So, um, but but I always remember like someone would say something or someone would have a comment, and you would just you would say something like just loud enough that maybe me and someone else close you would hear and it just popped me and I started laughing and then very it, subtle comments yeah and, yeah and and I think instantly I, I was just drawn to your personality and and uh you know of course your amazing sense of style that always helped I, I can't imagine how style is that Old Navy outfit oh somehow you guys always pulled it off you were able to make Old Navy clothes look That's, pretty cool yeah no, that was Steve and I just copied Steve's style yeah. I I remember um since we're talking about Steve here, mm. I remember uh, getting a temp job at Old Navy. You got you got me the job. Yeah, yeah, the, the uh, and I uh, it seemed like Steve was like in charge of entertainment in the back as well. <laughs> like I don't know if you supplied the movie Cool as Ice, but I remember that was playing throughout Christmas what? time. Yeah, Cool as Ice. Yeah, it was the movie with Vanilla Ice. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think you no. also had like a mix of Michael Jackson music videos, and it was like Billy Jean was on or something, and I was like. Yeah, like, I've listened to Michael Jackson off as a kid, but I never really paid attention, and Steve's a huge Michael Jackson fan, mm-hmm. and um, I remember saying, like, Billy Jean, like, what's this have to do with, like, uh, he had a kid with her, or she accused him, and Steve's like, just listen to the song, <laughs> just listen do to you, the lyrics. Do you remember this, Steve? I don't. No, I don't remember this either. I don't remember a lot from it. But, but that was, like, that was in the break room. Which was like a, a fold-out table in the back tucked corner with yeah. clothes all around you. It was oh, yeah. pretty crazy. We had to clear out. Like, that was our task. We had to do enough work so we had enough room so people would eat come 11 o'clock. Oh, my God. What yeah. a mess. I But those shipments, those morning shipments were, were a pain in the ass, but also so much fun. Yeah. Because we, like, we had uh, Brandon there as well, too. Mm-hmm. Lori. Like, we had a lot of friends out of it. You have to think. Like, that was, for me at least, that was like right after high school so yeah, I felt like high school was terrible for me I hated high school but like when I got to an, a space where I actually chose to be in with people who were like at the same point of life with me like it was it was awesome it was like yeah it was like a, a real high school experience yeah I, I have to agree totally I, thought, I, I and also too there was enough people that were enough like-minded people that we we just we all clicked and i i remember all those all those people we were all very close-knit we hung yeah. out like yeah, we hung out. outside of work yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like you had a party going on every weekend with everybody from old navy like it was always old navy yeah. like everybody the staff and everything well, and then everyone started dating each other and it's true yeah, yeah yeah even when i worked there it was like it was a lot of fun like if i felt like i knew a lot of the people already just meeting them through you and everybody was always like pretty pretty happy to work there yeah i um Steve, I gotta tell you some stuff that I don't I don't know if I've ever told you. Oh dear god. Okay. Dave, maybe you should leave. Maybe I should. <laughs> Does this have to do with that time you guys had a sleepover a couple nights in a row? <laughs> maybe. Um I don't know if I've ever told you this. Um and this might be actually the first time I'm saying it out loud. Oh, oh god. god. You guys are such assholes. I'm trying to have a moment here. This better be funny. It's not. <laughs> what are you building up to? No, Dave, fuck off, okay? The suspense is killing me. Steve, uh, I need you to know that you were an absolute huge inspiration in my life. And let me tell you why. Um, I, I believe that... I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? God. Wait, Go. why don't you tell me? Yeah. And I can <laughs> confirm this so it's not BS afterwards. Yeah. You, no, you, I, I know where you're... Go Okay. <laughs> Now you let me lose my train of thought. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. I hate you. Get out. 
Um, you are you're always a huge inspiration because I, I I really firmly believe that for the most part um, you were you were very comfortable um, and, and the way like the way you pre- you presented yourself like you're never afraid to say like I love Michael Jackson even after all that shit that happened with Michael Jackson mm-hmm. you, like you were never uh, like um, scared to like wear like these outfits that were like, I don't want to say like they're like like overdone for events that we were going to. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, really respected that fr- from you and also admired that because I was, uh, maybe, I was, like, too insecure with myself at that age mm-hmm. to really do what I wanted to do. And because of our friendship and just that you were willing to do that, it made me uh, more true to myself and, and I wore what I wanted to wear. And I remember one time, I think we were in Wasaget Beach. And it was, like, one of those, like, makeshift things where I borrowed my mom's minivan and we went up and... You know, we were getting ready to go to, um, what was that place in Wasika Beach? What was that bar called? It's still there. I don't remember. I know I can visualize yeah. it. I remember it's the like, name of it. I'm sure do, do you remember, there. Dave? Do you remember that bar in Wasika Beach? I have uh, never been to Wasika Beach. Oh, my God. I was just talking to Dr. Matt about this. I don't think. Anyways, I remember what's going uh, I, we, we were changing ready to go out, and you're like, where, where'd you get these clothes? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just got these clothes at the, at the store. You're like, you look great. And like, you just gave me this like this great vote of confidence that I had I'd never really had. And and you like you were in shock. You're like, man, look at this guy. Look how well dressed he is. And I was I was that like it was this validation that because I had looked up to you because you had this like great sense of style and that you're giving me like a thumb of approval. It really gave me the courage as a young man, kind of confused with with what, what kind of style or present pres- uh, presentation I wanted to give of myself mm-hmm. that you, you gave me that that confidence and I don't know if I've ever told you that and I I, I don't know I just uh, I guess I guess I want to thank you and tell you I love you for that and it was such a defining moment and, it, and you don't even remember it apparently which is fine because it, it really affected me but and, and, but it was just so natural from you for uh, that you you just did that that it really actually changed my life <laughs> so I want to thank you and tell you I love you for actually changing my life for the better Wow. And, and making me not That's afraid good. to f- do what I want to do and say what I want to say and dress the way I want to dress. Yeah. That's, thanks to you now, he has a hundred hats. That yeah, it's your... It's creatively. <laughs> it is definitely your fault about everything. Do you wear them? Yeah, they all have different occasions. And some have other uses. Um, I can tell you one example of what I remember from Steve Style, which was just the best... Do you know what I'm going to say, Steve? You're going to say something funny, or what you think is funny, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was like Halloween or something. Wait, tell me really quickly. After you tell the story, yeah. I, I also have the best Steve outfit story of all time. Oh, this might be the same one. All right, go. I can't remember if it was a birthday or if it was Halloween, but like, you guys are pre-drinking as usual. and I've never happened. <laughs> and... Um, Steve was, like, late or something. He's like, oh, Steve's got to work. He's going to be here soon. He's going to be here soon. Anyways, he comes in this, like, wool sweater. Yep. Slashed up. Yep. Like, he, like... That was his birthday. That was his birthday? Yeah, so it was a birthday. And Steve, there's a picture of him, and he, like, cut these diagonal slashes. There must have been, like, three or four of them in yeah. his shirt. And Steve was like, yeah, I had nothing to wear, so I just thought I'd make something up or something. Was yeah. that what he said? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. And, uh... I remember, I, I look up, like... <laughs> Where did, where did you get that shirt? Where's the shirt? And I then I think he puts these safety that. pins on it just to make yeah. sure it didn't open too much. I have uh, those pictures somewhere. Yeah, and there's pictures of him on the dance floor. Yes. Burning up the dance floor. Big ear to ear smile. Yeah, too. that yeah. was pretty funny. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that. that was that your birthday? I, yeah, I think it was that was his birthday. birthday. Yeah, because yeah. you had some pictures of him on the dance floor, yeah. like just him. And they probably played Billie Jean and yeah. I think that's what it was, yeah. I did some crazy things with clothes. 
but you know, because it, it was a time in my life where I had no money and I saw things that I was like, oh, I can do that. That, but and that, that's so you too. You just shrug your shoulders. And you're like, I can do that. Yeah. But and then you would do it. Even the first time going to Steve's uh, bedroom, like just wall to wall, right? Did you guys already talk about this? Stuff? No, we haven't gotten that far. He has like well, wall yeah, to wall records in one of your podcasts. But anyway, oh, did yeah. you? You've oh. been listening, Steve. Wow, Listen. you're one of the dozens that have been listening. <laughs> uh, Dave, we got like a couple dozens. Okay, a couple dozens. Um, um, yeah, all, all the records that were in just wall to wall records. But what all MJ records? Uh, that, it must have been. Yeah, MJ. all like, MJ records. I think I think at one point wow. you had all MJ records, at least one wall of all MJ yeah. records. Yeah. Well, what's the obviously your most prized possession record, which you showed off, and uh, you should t- actually tell the story about how you got your. I think it was the Thriller album signed by both. You go ahead and tell yeah. the story. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I, like it didn't happen at the, the same time, no, but no, it didn't. Um, I met Quincy Jones first um, at a book signing. And well, what album was it, by the way? It was Thriller. Right. I was um, thinking Off the Wall, so I wasn't it was, sure. It was a Thriller okay. pic- picture but disc. What album is this? Thriller. Never heard of it. Yeah, the, I, the Thriller. <laughs> the thriller. <laughs> oh, the Thriller. <laughs> yeah, the White Tigers, right? Like, and they got that guy with them. It was right before Bad, which was even better. But go on. It was badder. Yeah. All right, sorry. So, no, yeah, so I met Quincy Jones, and I got it signed, and I, I was with a friend, and he was like, why would you make him sign on the, the vinyl itself? And I was like, uh, I was like, no, because I'm, you know, he signed my name, so it's like, it's cool, like, this is what I've waited my whole life for. And then, a few months later, I, I met Michael Jackson, and then but how he signed you, it. How did you meet Michael? Oh, don't, don't ruin the story. Let me get to Dave. Come well, on, he's storytelling here. Okay. Sorry. You met Michael Jackson, yeah. Steve. And then he signed it. So I have this piece of uh, memorabilia that's signed by both of them. So that that's probably my... my Which is incredible. That, that's like that's like a priceless thing to I you, I'm so. sure. Like, I, mean, like, I can't sell it because my name is on it. Like It's like they signed I, well, my name. Well, somebody so. would buy that, I'm sure, regardless of the name. Some guy named Steve would yeah. also buy it. Um, but would you would you say that's probably your, like, your most prized? Because you have a lot... Like, when when I say a lot, people are probably thinking like maybe a, a, a box, but it's probably a room you could fill up. I don't have that much. Like I I recently, it's funny because I know people who have a lot of vinyl, and I don't have that much. Like I I only and I I say this and I'm not being funny. No, last time we went out vinyl shopping, you bought the whole bad boy catalog in vinyl because somebody was wanting to throw it away and i was like well you know but I'm not gonna but let that go away that's so. like 50 albums that was a lot yeah yeah at least so give me an idea give me an idea number idea of what you, you no don't think that shit you don't have a lot of vinyl last time we went vinyl shopping you pulled on an ipad and had all your vinyl categorized on an ipad what there's i can do that on a small post-it note what do you do, take a picture of each one uh, no, there's there's discogs.com. They have you can catalog all your stuff. So wow. I have my database on there. Awesome. So give me a number. So I'm sure you have it on your phone right there. You should probably just tell us how I, many you have. I, well, I know I have 14. Uh, I can tell you. Um, so like okay, so I'm I'm gonna tell a quick st- little piece in there. If you guys, everyone's been to IKEA, they've seen that quadrant bookshelf. Like I have one, but yeah. there's like a four. How many? 1,462 records? That's, those are just, uh, not. that's not seven inches, so I think it's double that for wow. seven inches. Incredible. Okay, so Steve has the large IKEA bookshelf 
that whole, what is it, like, um, five and five? Five, four high, five high? Five by five. Five by five? And that's filled. Yeah. And that's, give or take, 1,462 albums. Yeah. And then you have another one for... I have the one, I have three one by fives. One by five, okay. Which are full. Right. Like, like, like that one, right? But one more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of vinyl, dude. So basically you're saying four... Four shelves, well, eight shelves for Steve. Eight by five. Eight by five? Yeah. So eight rows by five. Oh, shit. That yeah. much? Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 oh, it's like walking in a record store. The, the, my uh, infatuation with vinyl came because of you. Yes, I remember. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? I do remember. Okay. Yeah. You tell it, uh, I'll tell it. Well, no, I just remember um, you said that you wanted to get into it. And uh, I, I think I stole a needle from my father. Yeah, you said, did. Yeah. Said Diamond cut, still those. have it. Jeez. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I got you a couple of pieces of vinyl. This must've been your birthday. Cause I wouldn't have just given that shit on a regular. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember when you, was it one of them, uh, white stripes? Possibly. Because like, I remember, uh, often the times we were picking up Steve, uh, from his place, and I remember you were even talking about it. Like, I think you just discovered it, but I had already heard them on the radio, and you were like, check this new band out, The White Stripes. I'm like, yeah, I've heard them. Uh, there's Jack no and way, Meg White. There's no way you, no, there's no way you heard about them before I did. Yeah, Dave, Dave I has did. always been the head of the curve on... Dave on, has never been the head of... Thank you. No. Thank you <laughs> Thanks for finally recognizing all the work I put finally in. Finally validation of years. music for years. I majored it in in trade school. It's just incredible, uh, incredible work I've done, and I'm glad you recognized it. So when I too. Yeah, you got me into vinyl, and I, I always admired your um, attention to detail. I mean, I, I always liked the idea when you had um, my OCD. Yes. Oh, but it's not anything to admire. But you, you showed me like the difference between like a, a first pressing. Uh, you showed me like a laser. Like I, I remember for me, laser disc was like this memory that I kind of remember. It kind of didn't. Like this is a la- this is a motherfucking laser disc. I, I don't know how you would have remembered it. We didn't have anything of the sort of laser. No, di- I, I saw it after DVDs, and I was like, "What was this?" And people yeah. were like, "Yeah, it was laser disc." It was before for, DVDs. For those stupid millennials, I don't know. Laser disc is basically a if if a DVD and a record player or a LP had a baby. Yeah. That's kind of what it that's was. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. yeah. But I hear it was actually better quality than a DVD. It just never caught uh, on. Not Steve really. would know. No, okay. not really. Like, there were some instances. Like, the DVD, not, I'm not talking about Blu-ray. I'm talking yeah, about... Yeah, like, early DVDs, they were shit quality. So, yeah. laser discs were generally better quality. Mm-hmm. But then DVDs got better quality, so... Was that because HD wasn't really a thing at that point? Uh, well, laser discs aren't HD. Okay. Um, they're, yeah. like, better than VHS. It's probably just a smoother hardware or something yeah. uh, at the time because it's maybe uh, a little more... Um, what would you say, uh, distributed or, or advanced in their technology? Well, Laserdiscs are analog video and DVDs are digital. Uh-huh. So for a long time, digital, like DVDs, they would have like blocky images. Like yeah. it, it wasn't... Changing scenes. Yeah, it, was, like it, w- it wasn't the greatest, but I, they got better at mastering over time. I always remember one of our first DVD players and first DVDs uh, we got was like X-Men, like the first X-Men. And we were watching it, it was like for Christmas or something. We were watching it after Christmas, and uh, I remember after every scene change, it was like 
almost like a freeze or like a stoppage, and then the scene. I was like, man, DVD sucks. This shit ain't never gonna catch on. <laughs> Put in that tape. <laughs> like, I was so annoyed about it. I was like, this is stopping all the time. This is never gonna catch on. <laughs> I'm sure it was a $60 DVD player. <laughs> uh, at the time, it was probably like a $200 DVD player. Like, it was probably super probably, expensive. Yeah. Do you, um, what do you think, what do you think our, you and I, our, our best memory together is? Oh, well. It's always about you guys. What am I here for? <laughs> Comic relief? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you want to start, that'd be great. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there were a few of them there. You know, it's funny you started this off talking about, like, uh, how I influenced you. I think I've always had, like, a, a sense of self where I just didn't care. But for a long time, I was playing, I was fitting in because I lived in Mississauga and I always felt I was different or I felt like, you know, there was something else out there that wasn't Mississauga. And I just, as I grew older, I started to live it. And I think old that old Navy period when I turned 18 or 17 or however old I was, um, like that was me coming into my, my shell. And I think I, when I first saw you and like you pretty much commanded a room, like you had oh, me. Yeah, like Please you, go on. You um, you you were like uh, the everybody's favorite, and I was like, this guy has a strong sense of self. So, so I I actually at, saw that in you. Like, to be fair, at the time Anthony was like six foot one and a half, I believe. Uh, he was like two hundred and twenty pounds lean, a full head of hair, and so times have changed since then. Anyways, like so at the time he could command a room because he was like, hey, look at this tall, attractive lean, full head of hair guy. And now people look at him, they're like... Check out that average body. He's got, a, he's got a podcast. He's got that going for him, you know. The love is still strong. In the yeah, body, you can tell. <laughs> you are such a jerk. We were having a great moment there. Yeah. Just trying to say 15. Well, go on. Anthony commands a room. What yeah. else? Yeah, anyway, so I, I... You I, just I, hate, hate me. You don't get the attention. When are you going to stop talking good about me? <laughs> I'm just wondering when the time is coming for my turn. Wow, Dave. Um... Yeah, so I, I, I felt the same about you. I just, you know, when I see something like that, of course, I'm going to I'm gonna want to not rival that. I want to actually be friends with that. That's, that's cool. And add to that. Add to it. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah. You're looking for the word, I know. So I came in there with that big three-letter le- word. A lexicon of great... <laughs> Vocabulary. vocabulary. Thank you. I had to fill that in for you too, because <laughs> you're like great, great uh, words. Yeah. <laughs> great uh, things. Well, yeah, we had, we had things. We had quite a few um, great times. A lot. I, actually, it's funny. A, a lot of the times, I don't remember them. Like you reminded me of one hmm. today that I don't remember, but there was just you know it was a good time. Seems like we're forgetting a lot of things that uh, people have done for each other in this room, Steve. Of course, I'm talking about when you worked at Guess with a former girlfriend of mine, and I used to give you drives home all the time. But yeah, I guess we forgot about that. What? Dave had a girlfriend? Huh, Steve? You want to add to this? Did you? I don't remember any of that. He seems to forget a lot around here. He wants to praise you all the time. <laughs> but here he is forgetting about me when I used to wait and drive my mom's Privia back and forth from Meadowville to... Bermanthorpe and Credview area where Steve used to live. Isn't that right, Steve? 
So that was six streets away. I think you need to start drinking water, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to add to the conversation here, guys. I think your children don't want to see you intoxicated <laughs> when you come home. Yes, uh, five dollars. Yeah. Well, let's just say that uh, pita nutso, spicy shawarma. Oh, I have a half story to add, but it's <laughs> not related, so but I'm not going to right now. Uh, your diarrhea story coming. Listeners, please hang with us. I promise it'll get better at some point. All right. Sorry, Steve. Before David went on some weird... I just don't want it to get too down and sappy, because I'm sure the listeners don't want to hear about how much you guys love each other. Why don't we spice that up a little with some actual interesting stories about when I used to drive Steve home from work. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, they were supposed to close at 9, so you'd think they'd be out at 9.30-ish. But actually, those guys didn't finish till about 10, 10, 15. So here I was waiting for about 45 minutes for these guys to finish. So and then what does Steve say when he gets out of the guests? The store <laughs> by David Bitten. <laughs> he came out and he was like, So, uh. I think you're thinking Buffalo. You want to give me a ride or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like that. what he said. So I was like, Yeah, I guess I can manage that. And I did. I was a very nice guy and at the time, anyways. And uh, I gave him a lift and he never said thank you once. So here was your chance. And he still hasn't said thanks. I'm actually trying to remember who you were dating, and I and I feel like it was somebody you dated for a while. And yeah, I, you don't have to say her name. It's fine. She's a she's a I mean remember, lady. I remember her name. Well, you don't have to say names. Does it? Does it <laughs> <laughs> how quickly your tail hides. Yes. Well, I've moved on. Okay? <laughs> I'm married. I have two kids now. Very happy. I got three dogs. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Steve, uh, I'm, Wait, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> I have to cut you off one more time. There's one story. Since we're close to the topic of oh, Steve working at Guess, there is a hilarious story. Okay. So once I went into Guess to pretend shop, uh, and I would chat with my old girlfriend at the time and Steve. Steve was working at the time too, and I think I forget what the male, what that guy's name was. You know what I'm talking about? He's like a Gino, tall Gino guy. The funny thing is. When you mention guess, that is the first person that. Yeah, you think of like, what was his name? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. Anyways, the guy was like, very dumb. Yeah, he wasn't the. He he wasn't like the brightest guy. But anyway, so this is. I'll tell you why he's not the brightest guy because I said, you know, Steve and I were always close because you guys were always close, and he saw me giving Steve a lift home when I would give my old girlfriend a lift home and stuff. So he was like, hey, you you know Steve? I guess. I said, "Uh, yeah, man, we're brothers. And he kind of like looked at he kind of like looked at me weird. And it, just so the listeners know, uh, if you can't tell by Steve's voice, he's a non-Caucasian man. In fact, he's um, uh, let's say fifteen shades slightly darker than I am. And so we don't really look alike. Plus, he's like six foot three, and I'm five foot eight and a half. <laughs> anyway, so I said, "Yeah, uh, Steve and I are brothers." And he kind of looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, okay." And I just. I went with it and I said, uh, yeah, we are brothers, same mom and everything. And he kind of looked at me like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, different dads, but same mom. And he's like, yeah, but the complexion. I was like, what, what complexion, man? <laughs> like, he's being racist all of a sudden. He's like, oh, I just didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, you well, now you the same eyes. Yeah, I was like, well, now you know. And uh, I think he ended up, did he end up talking to you about it, Steve, I guess? And he was like, uh, must have, yeah, do you I, remember this I went, at all? I went with it. Did you go with it? Yeah, I did. And uh, I think I remember my old girlfriend saying, like, afterwards, I think maybe he asked my old girlfriend, she was like, no, they're not brothers. They're His brother and him are, like, good friends. 
And he's like, oh, I want to tell your boyfriend off so bad right now. <laughs> he bought it that it's, we were actually like related. It's brother. very funny you brought that up because thank your you, sister, thank you. Jessica, did that recently. Recently? How recent? Like months ago. Well, that's to somebody immature. she knows, and he was he was messed up. Like he <laughs> was like, looking at her. Like he would come. Like he would be. Often another conversation, you come back and it's like, so, how how, <laughs> <laughs> like, and we just it was just like yeah he's my brother and we grew up together. And it all def- it all defense, Steve. You were a huge part of our family. Yeah, I think yeah at that point I was because I pretty much had no family. I was yeah. the orphan. We took you and all the and you arms. fed me. That's well, great. Well, Carbs. You- <laughs> like what are what is this pasta bread? What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're, Why are, you're you so guys are both lean. How was I the only, only one that got fat? Yeah. Let's face it, Anthony. Well, you you drove. I commanded room. You drove and I walked everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's that must be it. Actually, that's absolutely true. Like, Steve, didn't you walk from our from your place to our everywhere. place? How many times? Like, like you no, were everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Your thighs must have been chafing like oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You talked about the outfit. I want to talk about the outfit. What outfit are you talking about? Steve's birthday outfit. You want to go in? You I just get remember now. Yeah, I well, just remember well, now. What about you guys it? talked about it? Though. No, no, no. Dave told his side of it. I like to tell mine. Okay. All right. Steve shows up late, comes in with a big old smile on his face. I remember he picked me up when he came in. He like, picked me up and like Always. threw me in the air. Steve is a mother hugger. <laughs> he hugs like so, a strong, beast. Strong hands. Yeah, strong arms, cr- rib crushers. <laughs> Um, and he has this, so Dave did a good job describing it. Charcoal gray sweater. That's right. Sleeves chopped off, slices in the front, <laughs> bo- bobby pins holding together, just looking fly as shit. It was black. I'm pretty right. sure it's no, charcoal. It was like charcoal. It was, it was dark. Don't make me pull the photo. It, I'll pull it up. It, it, had, it had some white spots in it to make it more so grayish charcoal. Okay. okay. That's two against me. Own the night. That is my number one favorite Steve outfit. Only followed by one day at work. Steve comes strutting in, and I'm like, where did you get that powder blue Adidas tracksuit, dude? Oh, sick. I remember this. And Steve, again, ear to your smile, and he goes, you'll never believe where I got this. Yeah. I'm like, where did you get this? He's like, the back of my dad's closet. Awesome. Like, That's a motherfucking vintage wow. powder I blue. Have oh, top. man, I would keep I that. I still have the top. The top, not I the s- bottoms? The bottoms. They oh. shrunk. Oh, well, I'm right here. That, that's got to be still too big for me. I could have got that. But, you know, and, but Adidas started making them again. So I have like six colors of the bottoms. <laughs> so not matching? Or ma- any matching? Yeah. No, well, no, I don't have the matching tops for them. But It's funny uh, you say that, that everything comes back because for the longest time, I've had Anthony's old bomber jacket from like grade uh, six, grade oh, eight. Oh, no, high school. I, high I don't school. think that's coming. Grade either. 10. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you just take a seat there, Steve? Because I'll tell you why it has come back already. Milton. Yeah. What did you just say? Nothing. <laughs> We're slightly west of the hey, GTA you of You gotta Toronto. walk the dog sometime. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fashion. Just, just listen to the story, okay. all right? So I've had this navy, do bom- navy blue bomber jacket in my closet forever. And I used to wear it to work. And At least since, I, I think I had that in 1997. Yeah, maybe 96. It doesn't, didn't matter anyways. You had that in elementary school, if I remember correctly. That was a different one. Okay, anyways, I had this thing in my closet forever. I used it a couple times, but for the longest time, I was always like, ah, I just would look at it, and I was like, ah, I don't want to give this thing up. 
And then finally I was cleaning out my closet as I normally do, like annually, I guess, and give it to Goodwill and stuff. And I looked at this bomber jacket and I was like, fuck man, I'm giving it up. I can't do it. And Dingle was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I have too many jackets as is. I don't need as this. As long as you print a dog down, Dave. It's no, just a jacket. because I... I Sometimes you get a good find, and you're like, man, like, Daniela does a lot of thrift store shopping and Goodwill, and we find a lot of cool finds. Like, I found an awesome uh, blue suit that I wore to Danny Rose's wedding at Goodwill. That's where we should have went to. Yeah, I got it for, yeah, and believe me, there's a lot of good finds in Milton. A lot of dead guys leaving their shit behind, <laughs> let me tell you. Anyways, I found this thing for 20 bucks, I found this suit. 20 bucks, and I'll show you when you come over later. It's a pretty nice suit. It's not, Anyways. It's double-breasted. That's back in. <laughs> Anyways. They've been saying that for Anyways. at least 10 years. Anyways, I'm, I'm addicted to getting a good find for things like that. Not that I have like the best style, but sometimes like you, you find something cool and vintage. Like I like that kind of look. Anyways, I finally give up the bomber jacket. I end up doing a job at a, a high-end grocery store called Pusateri's uh, right at Sherway Gardens. You're saying like nobody knows what it is. <laughs> well, I'm, not a lot of people in Milton know <laughs> what it is, you Toronto snob. <laughs> Anyways, Pusateries are doing, and attached to Pusateries is an American brand clothing store called uh, Saks Fifth Avenue. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, thank you, Dave. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. Dave, Steve's eyes almost rolled all the way around. <laughs> all the way around, like, my God. Anyway, so there's Saks Fifth Avenue, and what do they have on the, on the mannequins? Not just a bomber jacket, a navy blue bomber jacket with... The orange liner, like the original one. The only difference was it looked a little more square. Regardless, that shit is back in style, and I was like, I just gave that fucking jacket <laughs> up, and now it's back in style. So everything does fucking come around. Go Hold on to your shit. Down. Hold, hunt that thing oh, down. Oh, yeah, I tried. I tried. It's gone. <laughs> I think the people that work there get all the really, really good stuff, and all they're the like, shit, someone's tossing out this navy boo blommer jacket. Blommer? <laughs> blommer? I got a kiss of the hand. Um... I think I think the the moral of that whole story was uh, that's an insight on Dave's struggle with the love he has for his brother. He held on to that jacket for so it's many true. years. Yeah, that's true. And he, he pulled off that look, and I was like, "Shit!" Yeah. Nineteen ninety-eight, Anthony. That's not. That's what I want. Sometimes you just take that out and you just want to feel your brother's hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It still smells like him. <laughs> no, nothing you broke my heart like the shit. years okay. ago. Our parents took us to the Harlem Globetrotters. And I hustled and got David an autograph by one of the Harlem Globetrotters. Dunbar. Yeah, and then David sold that jersey on an online auction for next to nothing. Next to nothing. Like wow. and I, I was heartbroken. The thing is, like, like I said, like I was cleaning out my closet, and these are the things I've never, like, I I haven't used since I've gotten it. And I had this Harlem Globetrotter jersey, and if I had a basement like Anthony's where I put a bunch of what I would call junk, but it's cool junk. Like, it looks like a museum, but it's a lot of stuff that I, I can't see myself buying or putting up anyways. Um, it just seems like a lot of work. That's all. Um, Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah, well, I think kids are better investment and um, better in general. <laughs> I don't know if I have to give too many points about that. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. Uh, what would you want? A Sidney Crosby toy or kids? Uh, I don't know what Sydney. the aftermarket value on kids <laughs> is, yeah. so yeah. can't really comment. Listen, this, this child labor law is coming back into effect, and <laughs> okay. believe me, it's going to be worth quite a bit. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I don't even know what I was getting at. I don't know either. Okay, thanks, Steve. 
<laughs> I, I should say that your kids are adorable, and the fact that you sell everything anyways, you should be pimping those kids out. Yeah, to <gasps> modeling or something. Yeah, and television. It's, Too much It's charisma. worth a thought. Eli does repeat whatever I tell him to say. Yeah. I'll say, like, uh, well, what do you want me to do? I'll play it up. Oh. You're such a jerk. I have a hundred meridian. No, I turned your mic off. Stop slamming it on the table. Saint circumstance. I just, I thought they liked the color in that. Stop slamming it on the table. And then uh, we have a Cremar Springs Quash. Is that a thing in Milton? You go to the liquor store and get singles? Um, I don't know why you only have three, Dave. I had four. I just thought I'd bring one each. I don't, you know, it's funny you say that, Steve, because I was like... No, I see homeless people trading in <laughs> yeah, I know, singles. I I just, I'm That's just, exactly I, what I was going to say. <laughs> Sometimes, every like time I go to the LCBO or even the beer store, it's one guy, it's, there's always one guy that'll have, like, one tall boy. He, like, goes to buy one tall boy and he's like, oh, buddy, you're going to drink that on the way home, aren't you? <laughs> like, it's always, like, uh, it's always a construction worker. Yeah. It's always, like, someone with, like, rattly or ratty clothes, and it's like, oh, boy. Wow, stereotyping, Dave. Cool. Um, so this is what I've seen, okay? It's not like a stereotype. It's what I've seen. So what does everybody want? Steve, uh, 100th Meridian is the I'm not darker type. because I've got to drive home tonight, and I'm tired, so I don't want to... What a bitch. Am I right, ladies and crash. gentlemen? Did I just hear a bitch <laughs> say on the podcast that he doesn't want to drink, so he has to drive home? Like, that's fucking hard to do when you're drunk? Are you a bitch, Steve? Hey, feel free to slap Answer me. Answer the fucking question. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it's the Milton in me, but I turned into a man, I guess, and Toronto turned into a girl. No, 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 What to do, what to do, what to do. He's got a long drive, Dave. Don't give him a hard time. Hey, he lives in the ship part of town. Oh, Steve, did you think you were going to get braided like this when you came over? Like, I thought we were just going to have a great talk. Dave has not stopped talking. Well, just, just so you know, this talk would have been like, I love you, man. No, I love you. Yeah, I, don't I feel, like your style, but what, I like your beard. What, oh, this is cool. What's wrong with that? <laughs> people Dave? are gonna love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people who are listening, let us know. Let us know how you feel about Dave hijacking this this romantic moment Steve and I are having. By the way, scripture, are you gonna be singing any songs for us tonight? You want to go solo on this or what? <laughs> and I call him scripture. That's an inside joke, but it's uh, Steve's old singer Monaker. stage name, Staging. Monica name, yeah. monogram. But, you know, I actually like the name Scripture, and I love the songs you always produce. Like, I had, uh, actually, Steve, did you already talk about his album that he had? No, Dave, we haven't got any words oh in because you haven't stopped talking. Can you please talk about that? Steve's album is great, by the way. What's it called, Steve? Uh, the one that you helped uh, produce. Uh, what? I'm trying to make this about you. Oh, I'm sorry. And I, am I coming off a little strong here? <laughs> no, tell, please, honestly, tell me about your album. Yeah. It came out uh, a couple years back, but it, it came it out honestly out. great. I still listen to it today. Oh, great. Um, yeah, it came out in 2012, and yeah, it was, uh, it was a great learning experience for me. You you uh, still have it on iTunes today? Like, people can find it on iTunes? Of course, yeah. What's it called? Sad Love Songs. Sad Love Songs by Steve Foster. Yeah. What's I, your favorite track, Dave? Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it has that Sega Genesis, that Sonic the Hedgehog uh, tune in the background. Yeah. 
It's you... four in the morning. Yeah. Can't stop. Yeah, I gotcha. My favorite songs, FTW, for sure. For the win, yeah. yeah. That's good, too. I, 20, all of them are really good. 2012. Honestly. And I'm not just saying that because, like, I know Steve and I can hear his music. All of them were very easy to listen to and very good. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were, honestly. I... It, you know, you're an independent artist, you, you created this all on your own, produced it, you developed it all on your own, you put it on iTunes. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of you because, uh, honestly, the album was so, like, so well put together and well produced and you did this all on your own? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Thanks. Do you think you ever, do you want to release more music or? Yeah, I'm working on something now. Are you? Can yes. you give us a little, little taste? Yeah. Not a taste, but give us, what, 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 the first album you can... For, oh man, I feel like Dave did such a horrible job presenting it. But um, Steve, Steve, you had you've—I've known, always known you to be very musical and musically inclined. <laughs> and we used to sing a lot of karaoke together. I think we can all attest to that. Yeah. We even snuck Dave in the bars. That's he was underage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Steve would always murder all the karaoke. And actually, to continue this bromance, I think the reason why I, I eventually did an album was because of your first reaction when you found out that I did music. What was that? Like, you heard it and you were like, I cannot believe that you did this. Like, I cannot believe yeah. this is you. Like, I think you I remember like, that. Was I that think, in the old Navy lunchroom? Yeah, it yeah. was in the lunchroom. And Jeez, I can maybe, remember these, but you can't. Maybe okay. Roxanne. Somebody was, there was oh, like three Roxanne. other people there and you were all just like listening to this. You were like... I can't believe like yeah. somebody actually did this that I know in yeah. Mississauga. That, I was like, you were blown like, away. You were so weirded out, and I was like, wow. I was like, maybe I can. Steve is <laughs> off and do. Steve, this. you are in the friendly confines of the Billy Sheard Podcast Studio. We can bro so hard, okay? You don't have to worry about continuing the bromance. We have to share the bro hey. with this one, though. You got to remember, this is 2001 when technology wasn't as advanced as today. It where wasn't. even even Anthony could put a pod- podcast together. Excuse me. You can't even say a podcast. Oh, How dare you? Don't get mad at me, stuttering hands. Okay, you stumble more than anybody ever on the show. I also talk more than anybody. Well, on That's show. true. <laughs> you also stumble more. Okay, I've had a couple drinks. I have an excuse. I can say studio or stumble on studio once in a while. Yeah, Steve was putting together pretty good music, like pretty well produced music. Man, Steve's setup was, was insane. I remember yeah. going to your house. It wasn't insane. It was terrible. No, no for man. someone who didn't know, it was insane because you had. Two monitors hooked up to one computer. <laughs> yeah, didn't you? Mind split? blow. You had a huge TV and you split the screen to yeah, computer. Oh like, my I was goodness. like, how do you do that? Yeah, I was. I had never known anybody to be that uh, technically advanced. Yeah, I um, I did have toys in my house that I no kid my age should ever have Kate, at his disposal. Do you remember building your supercomputer? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Case. I remember building it. Uh, writing down what yes. I wanted, and yes. then my father writing the check. That yes. was cool. I remember. Okay, I'll, I, I I'd love to tell a story of when you told me about this. Mm-hmm. So you come to me one day, like the same way Steve always come to you when he's about to give you some like some cool news. Which you'd come very casually, and his eyes would like shift left to right to see who's around, and then, and then he would smile and goes, "It's like I'm building a supercomputer." I'm like, "What? I'm building a supercomputer. How do you build a computer?" He's like, well, I was putting these things together, and I asked my dad, and I was like, you know, Dad, I really, like, I don't ask you for anything, but I really, I really want this, and and you know, your dad, him and Han, and wrote you the check, and then you brought the check, you brought the list to the guys at the computer store, and they're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. You're building a supercomputer, and you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was so amazed. I was like, I didn't know, I didn't know people can actually. I thought only scientists can build computers. Yeah. 
I was so amazed with you, with the, the the fact that you were that like how did you like did you just always know that? Yeah. Like, was there something you gravitated gravitated towards as a kid? Yeah, taking like, things apart and dismantling them and putting them back together. That was that was my hobby as a kid. I I was I I I totally remember when you built that supercomputer and I was I was, I was like holy shit, like Steve knows how to do like Steve knows how to do pretty much anything. And I was how do you, like how how did I, I was always amazed at how you knew how to do that without like without even a safety net and I feel like you I know read magazines you know how to read <laughs> oh my god I've learned so many things about you yeah. uh, I was just, I was always so fascinated I was always so fascinated that especially the computer like putting songs together even just lyrically like, I remember you always encouraging me to write lyrics and like and just try it mm-hmm. and do you remember our dream buddy. I mentioned to you on phone the other day, mm-hmm. but our dream, like we, I was obsessed with Craig David. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice pull. I love Craig David. Craig David, born to do it, baby. Yeah, man. Oh, so good. Seven days rendezvous. And I remember Steve being like, you know what my dream is? It's like, you get really good at the guitar, guitar, and, <gasps> and I'll sing and we'll just like tour. I was like, oh my God, that's a fucking great idea. Steve, I would like to apologize for not upholding my end of the... I do not know how to... I can play maybe one chord on the guitar. So if you can sing a song around one chord, we can do this. Well, at least you guys took a picture of pretending to play instruments that was and making yourself look like a band. That's half the battle. <laughs> look at all the bands. That, what were you guys called again? The Experience? Yeah, but that's more like a... Like a not real. <laughs> what was it? It wasn't like what a was real... More like? It was like a working title. <laughs> Was it called Anthony and the Experience? <laughs> no. Ben, Benny and the Jets? No, Benny, it's taken. Benny and the Jets. Yeah, um, yeah buddy, I, I I was always, I was just so impressed with you. I always, like, always inspired by you. But I, what, like, what do you do for inspiration? Like, what, what are some of the things that you pull for, for inspiration? Yeah, what drives you? Um, taking something of insignificance and making it something better like I, I love making things and then people like oh my god like how yeah. did you do this and it's like well I I knew like I you took could see two it. pieces of sticks and made fire like the other day I just built steps like and my neighbors are like how did you build those <laughs> stairs and I was like I had four pieces of wood <laughs> and they were just blown away like, how? so you have like an engineer's mind like you can see so. you can and see things like uh, you can th- see through the object of how things should and do work. Yeah. Well, that's, that's actually pretty good that you have something like that because, like, I mean, that's... Uh, it's few and far from people that I've met to uh, come across anybody like that to, to sort of see an object. You know, you can look at it sideways and break apart. You see that in movies all the time. Something like a clock or something breaks apart into so many different pieces and you throw it back together. Nobody... Well, I mean, I shouldn't say nobody, but... A lot of people don't have that type of mindset. It's pretty, uh, pretty yeah. amazing thing to have. Well, I mean, it's funny that you say it like that because I, I just know that I look at everything. Like, I pick everything apart. Like, I'll try to imagine how, you know, a song comes together. Like, I'll listen to the radio and I'll hear something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know I could, I could recreate that. Yeah, or, you, you pick up on the, the or, subtle things. Yeah, or foods. Like, I can taste it and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Wow. Like, it's just, I, I can't explain it. Well, I'm not that, a genius, but I just I I'm curious. But you might it? be a genius though. But what is that? Like a left side brain, right? Like it's more of the artistic yet uh, comprehensive Probably. side of uh, of thinking, Maybe. rather than a right side of brain like myself, which is just sort of like uh, it's like a hardware compared to a software. I guess you could say. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Um, when you, when you put together an album, is it like a, a concept? Like, do you have like um, sad love songs? Like, I always I always appreciate that title. But when whenever I thought of your music, I, it never kind of occurred to me as sad love songs. Um, so what was kind of the idea behind that? Like, did you have a plan from the beginning? Because I know that you're very calculated with... I remember you telling me one day that what you wanted to do was when when you got to that level, you want to release two albums, different genre on the same day. Do you remember you telling different me that? Different genre, same days? Yeah, so like you know, like album releases were always on Tuesdays, right? Right, yeah. So on, on the same day, same album release, but different genres. Like let's say a pop album and like... Uh, I don't know, like a soul, uh, blues album or something. Kind of like how Outkast did their double yeah. album. Their yeah, I guess yeah, that's a good way to put or, it. Yeah. Uh, Nelly had his sweatsuit album, so you had like the slow jams and then the. Mm, must upbeat. miss that one. What? You <laughs> miss sweatsuit? Yeah, I must have. <laughs> Steve, you? I'm pretty sure you haven't, Anthony. I remember you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> only country grammar. That's the only Nelly album I own. <laughs> Hot shit. Um. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> so, do you, do you go into do you go into an album or or building an album or constructing an album with a concept for the overall album, or is it more like um, each song kind of belongs to a like a time period in your life where you then dedicate uh, a theme to that? Well, no, I think I just made a a body of songs and I I pared them down to what I thought would sound good together. But, I mean, I named the album what I named it because the songs were pretty sad. Like, I know I had a song about my dying mother. I had a song about, you know, breaking up. I had a song about uh, poverty. I had a song about uh, uh, cheating on a girl or a guy or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was just a body of sad songs. Hmm. But they were... But they are for the most part. I, I think they were a little momentous, but overall sad meaning to them yeah I, I yeah. totally agree with what you're like saying some of them sounded happy but they were the subject matter was pretty absolutely. sad right yeah. Yeah. absolutely um, I wonder do you think you have any on your computer now that we I have all of them yeah I, I, you know what I'll, I'll play some in the intro yeah and, and then I'll, the I'll put links in the, in the thing perfect um, Steve do you remember a gentleman by the name of Glenn Lewis I do okay do you remember one time you told me a story about you saw Glenn Lewis at a club I don't listen I don't want you to repeat this story come on I feel I mean I do I know him now so I okay he's not the person okay I won't tell a story (laughs) I won't tell a story then but you have a Glenn Lewis story but do you realize that Glenn Lewis gets a shout out on Drake's new album yeah. On views, yeah. when I heard that, no joke, I'm sure I he, shit my fucking pants. I'm sure he is very happy. Who's about Glenn that. Lewis? What? He was like the only like R&B, the only R&B person that ever made it out of Toronto. Like yeah. he had a, a video on BET, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, good looking like, guy. Yeah. What? Yeah. How? What? How, do you remember the song? Uh, don't you forget it. Don't you forget it. Don't you forget your way home from that little girl. That guy's name was Glenn Lewis. I thought he's a white guy, isn't he? Nope. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> way off. You're thinking of Remy Shannon. Yes, that's well, it. Actually, he didn't make it as well, but he wasn't black. Yes, I know, but a lot he, more he played like every people. instrument on his album. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. What a pull. Yeah. How did you know I was thinking Remy yeah. Shannon? How did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you only, sure Remy Shannon didn't sing that song? The only two... Bl- People from Toronto who ever had a video on BT. What? No, wait. Cardinal had a video, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on now. I'm actually surprised about that. What about Maestro? Actually, Cardinal didn't. Oh, yes, he did eventually. But 
Yeah, at that time, nobody. Nobody. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Chocolate. Snow. Chocolate. Nice. And Glenn Lewis. They were I don't like know if Snow made it. BT was after Snow. And even Snow came back. I don't think BT was interested. No, not even a little bit. Not one on Six Open Park. What? You know, you know who hosts that now? Uh, Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. No, yes. Bow Wow. Oh, it's just Bow Wow now. Yeah, I, I, I thought I remember hearing that. I didn't know the show was still on, actually. I don't know. I don't have cable, so I don't know. I only heard. Okay, so what's the next album? Uh, I can't tell you that. Are they happy love songs? Are they happy no. sad songs? Um, let's just say the concept that you said that I had a long time ago, there will be something like that this time. God, always speaking in scriptures. I don't understand it. Yes. Well, good, oh, good pun. Yeah, not good a fun. Pun. Not a fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to describe the meaning of a pun to you? <laughs> no, please. Please don't. All right, Steve. So you got some big things coming up in life. Mm-hmm. You're taking the big plunge. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to say? Yeah. Okay. Steve's getting married. I am. Fucking violently. What? So the last one. So, what was it? What was it for you to say it's time to get married? Because I think at Christmas I I kind of said, oh yeah, you know this is my this is my life partner, mm-hmm. and like he was like, okay, we're not married, so don't say that. And I'm oh. like, well, like he like took offense to it. Yeah, like so, he was like, I'm so not like, your husband, so don't. Say that. So he was giving you the guilt trip. Yeah, and I typical was like, husband I was like, thing oh, to do. Shit. Oh, so I was like, okay, so I'm I'm the romantic one. So clearly, I had to do it, or else it would never happen. But he's he, but he's also very like a very emotional. Like and he's like, like he, I find I find like he's very like. Um, I think he puts a little a lot of it on the sleeve. At least my interaction with him has has been. But he's not he's not the romantic. No, no, no. Really? No, he's. Uh, Cliff fooled me. Eat chips on a, a sofa and play video games. That's, <laughs> that's as romantic as it is. So, Steve, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of joking. I got to ask, like, what was it? Rose petals up the steps into a warm Actually, bath? Dave, it's pretty impressive. Really? It's pretty impressive. I, I think it's one of the more impressive things I've, I've ever done. Really? But yeah, I, I, I almost kidnapped him and took him to New York. And um, I, I pretty much did, actually. And I had, like, a week planned out of different things we were doing. I had, like, cards on... The bed every morning with an itinerary. The third day was Coney Island. Went to Coney Island, had dinner, went on a tour, and the tour was supposed to stop at Central Park, and I was going to do it there, but wow. it didn't. So I I, I proposed um, at some point that night. Wow, very nice. Yeah. Way to go, Steve. Yeah. Did he cry? Hmm. Kind of. I think he was like freaked out like he was just like i just didn't expect this like, he was just out of out of the field yeah and yeah, he was he was actually scared i think i think those were if there were tears it was out of fear it was like <laughs> oh my gosh this is actually happening i don't know what to do i don't know what to do oh magic moment yeah. that's nice yeah it was fun and you guys have been together for a while like five, five years yeah, yeah. Ah, long time. About goddamn time. I know some people who get married after three months, so, I mean, yeah, it feels yeah. like a long time. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, 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 Dave, what did you say? Um, this guy doesn't listen, it's fine. But, um... <laughs> Too busy. Five years is a long time, man. You're you're a goddamn adult. You should know at this point. Well, we bought a house together after a year, so... 
I mean, if I proposed and there was a no answer, that would be kind of awkward. So I think I think the bigger um, risk or bigger plunge is actually buying a house that's together. A of, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's more of an investment than that's a huge you know putting a ring on someone's yeah. finger. Yeah, I is. think, anyways, uh, especially in your situation, I mean, yeah. like. Uh, buying a house is exp- in Toronto yeah, <laughs> is yeah. a huge, huge investment. So yeah. it's it's not even like um, it's not even like uh, you bought a house in the suburbs. You bought a house downtown. Yeah, yeah. and you work in Brampton, so it doesn't make sense. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could always like live in like Bloor West or something, can't I, you? I I didn't live. I didn't work in Brampton at that point. It's time to move. Sometimes you have to work in Brampton to it's, afford the things that you like. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a hot market right now. It's a good time to sell. No, no. No. You love your house that much. Yeah. No, it's it, more. It's probably downtown. It's a nice place too, but yeah. I've never been. I've never been. Invited. Oh, really? Yeah. You were invited. Actually, I have the proof. Oh, on my phone. Uh, Whoa! Name the asked. name the time. You were asked. You were like, it was like 9.35 and the dinner party was at 9.45. He's like, by the way, if you're in the area, feel free to swing by. You're an ass. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember the time. (laughs) I got kids. Oh, Dave just got a hard life, Steve. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. Do you remember um, Michael Jackson's song? Do you remember? (laughs) Oh, God. Do you remember us... At KDO's house for an old Navy party, mm-hmm. and where we ran around the track Why? naked. Do you remember that? Yes. I have that photo. I know. I, I think I have a copy of it. Good, because I will also point post that in the news feed. No, don't. Yeah, no, for sure, because it's a great photo. We should post a photo of you guys sleeping together too. Oh my! Do you remember Peruvia. that? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that time at Wasega Beach? I'm where, sure Todd's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sure Steve's fiance is gonna love to see that. Yeah, that's not incriminating. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? I feel like you guys are spooning each other in that. Todd, are you listening to this? There was no spooning. Mm-hmm. There was no spooning. Uh, I'd like to yeah, see, look at that picture a little closer. <laughs> just some CSI Steve research. Steve some huh? long limbs, let's just say, and there was definite spoonage. <laughs> there was, so we went to a Sega Beach, and everyone told us, come to a Sega Beach, there's lots of areas we can camp, we can do whatever, there's a, again, a hotel, it's fine, just come up. All right, Steve, let's go. So we went up with some friends, and it was Wakefest. Was that like Wake? One some of these stupid cottage games thing. And so there's no camp space, no hotel. We ended up pulling off to like some side street, yes. at, like on the side of the ditch, and we ended up sleeping in the. I don't even. I you just said it, and I'm barely remembering. It's it. fog. You're trying to black yeah, it out. I remember. But we must have been. It must have been a drink fest. That I remember. Time. I remember that night we drank a whole bunch. I got I got a car I got a ticket for drinking in public. I didn't know that was against the law. I thought as long as you had it in a brown paper bag, you're fine. That is not <laughs> the law. The law is if you're drinking in public, it's against the law regardless of what you have it in. I'm surprised you admitted that. Um, on, in public. Well, we got a tap dancer here. Yep, Louis, the studio mascot. Um, yeah. So we ended up sleeping in in my mom's privia. It was you, me, Megan Cooper. Um, I think Kim K. I, there's like four people in the car, 
and we were all, we we put, pulled the seats out, and we left stuff outside, and we slept in this van overnight. I remember, and then Megan took a picture of us sleeping in the in the back of the van. That's funny. So yeah. the, those the were the good old days. Is coming back to me now. Yeah, I know yeah. it's somewhere. I know it's somewhere. Oh, it was one of your black and white photos on your wall. Yeah, back, back of the old house. Yeah. yeah. The good old days, buddy. The good old days. Yeah, they were. Have we talked about how good Steve is good at the at good at doing the moonwalk? We have not talked about Steve. You guys approach. haven't mentioned that at all? No, Dave. Really, when, when you came in, we had maybe sat down for two or three minutes. It feels, feels like a half an hour, but uh, let me just tell all the listeners. Hey, guys. How you all doing? <laughs> I, 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 it's literally me and you listening to this back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Steve. Steve's going to be moonwalk. listening back to this to be like, but why he, did I agree to be, do this? Steve does not understand... Like, a little white guy like myself, we were working at Old Navy, and he was like, I'm the king of the moonwalk. Nobody can what? moonwalk better than I can. Why do you sound like Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> that's, that's what he said, in those exact words. Marvelous and I said, oh, do you want to moonwalk off, pal? He's like, let's do it. So we had a moonwalk, and I was voted as the winner. It was great. What a great accomplishment. But I don't remember this then at all. St- <clears throat> I'm, I'm, let me finish my story, please. Please, go ahead. Steve cheats and pulls out a side moonwalk, which I was not aware was in the rules, <laughs> and I do not know how to do. Anyway, Steve ended up winning the competition overall because he had two various moonwalks, and I only had one. And that's bullshit, if you ask me. It should just be based on the one moonwalk, which I won in the first place. I don't remember that even happening. Well, it happened. Believe me. You were sick that day. You called in sick. <laughs> I was Steve. pulling denim. <laughs> do you, Steve, do you remember when you came up to me like, I think I've mastered the forward moonwalk. And I, st- Ooh, I, dropped, oh, I yeah. dropped what I was doing. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and and you're like, yeah, I think I've mastered it. That must have been around the time Michael Jackson actually like in the, uh, sort of performed with it, right? Because like... I had never really seen it before until Michael Jackson made sort of his comeback. It's one of those rare things that only his fans knew about. Yeah, I think it was like <laughs> he had to the casual fans. He, he yeah, wasn't getting a lot of he wasn't getting a lot of publicity, so he was like, mm, "I'm gonna rape another kid and then pull out this." Oh, moonwalk. how rude! Oh, oh, am I offending anybody? Am I offending any Michael Jackson fans right now? <laughs> am I saying something false, Steve? Am nothing, I saying something false? Nothing was ever proven. Uh, all right. Well, actually, there was something proven recently. Um, Steve, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Steve. Steve Dave's gonna get murdered, live on the podcast, first time ever. Steve, did you hear about those police files that they finally LAPD, those retarded guys at Santa Monica PD or whatever, recently uncovered? They uncovered them. Yeah, they actually they not uncovered, they released them. You know what I'm talking about? They should have used them when they could have. Well, they're idiots. What do you want me to say? Okay, Michael Jackson got a lot of money, and a guy with white hair lawyer. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, the white-haired lawyer. Yeah, that guy. Remember that that lawyer? He had long white hair. What was his name, Steve? You remember. Somebody get Dave a glass of water. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) That guy raped some kids, and you guys are just going to turn a blind eye? The guy with white hair? His lawyer. Oh, my God. He's a fucking white guy. I don't know know what you're talking about, Dave. I, I so badly am curious. All the listeners... All, all five of you out there, There's reach dozens. out. There's dozens. Send an email in, not off the thirty at hotmail.com. That's not it. <laughs> Gmail. And let them know. Who, who even has a Hotmail account? <laughs> I still have one. <laughs> and let them know 
that you remember the white-haired lawyer. Steve was going to say only rapists have um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. well, Michael Jackson at so. <laughs> <laughs> Email evil Mike, Michael Jackson. <laughs> evil MJ at Evil MJ at Hotmail.com. <laughs> oh, Steve's going to murder you. You know that. No, You still love that guy? It's been like 11 years since that drug addict. No, not 11 years. 2005, baby. June 25th? 24th. What is it, Steve? 26th. 25th. 25th? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you just say yes <laughs> into the microphone? You know how to use one of those things? Have you ever talked into a microphone before? <laughs> I'd rather hear you talk. <laughs> <laughs> stab, stab, June, stab, stab. June 25th, 2005. The greatest day. Happy, actually, saddest and happiest day of my life. Fair Fawcett, of course passed away from anal cancer and uh michael jackson uh got you know all the little boys got their revenge back on him he was 52 years old what was he steve i'm just hearing you spinning facts well how old was he i'm just guessing 52 it it happened in 2009 yeah it did not happen in 2009 i was just gonna let you talk keep going 2005. It was like a week after my birthday. I was like, thanks, Michael. I was enjoying my birthday. A week after your birthday? Yeah, my, my birthday's on the 18th. Yeah, but you're celebrating a week after your birthday? Well, I was enjoying the celebration. <laughs> Dave, I don't... <laughs> Are we all not going to talk here, or do you guys want to talk about how much you love each other still? I would love to talk about how much I love Steve. All right, go on. I'll let you guys talk. You got 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to turn your mic off. Go on. I'm giving you time right now. You want a lot of dead air happening here? I'm just trying to fill the void. Steve, how are you holding up with all this stuff? I'm, I'm entertained. Are you Are you regretting coming? Thoroughly oh, entertained. Are you regretting coming? Be honest. No. no. You said that This is what regretful. conversations are like when the mics are off anyways. Yeah. So. This is the, the real, authentic conversation. Dave crying for attention. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right here, guys. I'm right here. There you go, Steve. You remember that time uh, we were, I think it was us three in the car. Anthony stepped out for a second. And then I decided to bust out a solo uh, while we were in the car where I think you were humming to a song. And then I busted out a nice solo. And then we both stopped at the song and Steve's like, Shit, man. You got a really nice voice. And I was like, yeah, Steve, I, uh, I know that. I was in a high school musical called Grease. Have you ever heard of it? I was Sonny Latiri, one of the T-Birds. It's a pretty big role, okay? <laughs> and Steve's like, shit, you're pretty good. We should start a band together. And I was like, not interested. Nobody ever is going to buy into a duet band of a black, tall, tall black guy and a short white guy. Nobody's going to buy into that. Sorry. And Hasn't been Steve- done yet? Name one guy. I feel like that. Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson, maybe, maybe, but uh, that's the only guys I can think of. Oh my God, Steve, I, don't, I can't. I, I don't. I don't know how you're seeing Abel. Abel sit next to him and not go a little crazy. Yeah, entertained. It seems very calm. I am actually. Serenity now. Yeah, Serenity now. Hoochie mama. <laughs> Steve, we're missing some things. Do you remember when we used to go and to the liquor store? I do. What would what do we used to go buy? Oh my gosh. 
terrible. Most of them didn't have names because they were so cheap. No, they, yeah, they were very cheap. They were like $3.95. For like oh, over a liter. For uh, the equivalent of a bottle of wine now. Yes. Wow. It was the... One of them was didn't have any... It was just called XXX. And it was like an orange soda malt beverage. Was it called uh, Trois Equis? <laughs> like those Equis? <laughs> Trois Equis? All right. <laughs> not, that one was not funny. <laughs> that one's not going, all right? That, that hit the bottom. Everybody perfect. listening was thinking the same thing. And I'm one of you guys. All five of you. I'm just like you. Dozens, Dave. There's dozens of listeners. Okay, so we used to go go to the liquor store buy the the <laughs> cheapest type of booze possible, one or two bottles. We'd go partially blind. Then what would we go do? We'd stop at a certain place. Yes. What place was that? Just a bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite a bathhouse. Um, yeah, my basement. No, before your basement, we we go get something to eat. Oh, McDonald's. Yes. Yes. Do, nice. do you remember the incredible special that was, that was happening? Uh, Make dollar days or something like that? Make, oh, know. yeah. Make days? Make there days. were either a lot of nuggets or um, Big Macs. Well, Big Macs. I can oh, like, yes. Many little Big Macs. Do you remember? We crushed. Yes. It was like a dollar. Well, I, I'll fill you in because I worked at McDonald's when those were You did? Out. Yeah. You did. Remember? Oh, my gosh. I and, forgot that. And uh, what you're thinking of are the McDays and uh, Big Macs would have been Tuesdays. Um, but if you guys were like partying on a Monday night, it would have might have rolled over to a Tuesday for the Big Macs. Um, fish fillets were obviously Fridays. Nuggets, I think, were maybe the Thursday nights. But if I remember correctly, Big you Macs guys sure. had your big karaoke night, uh, as did I a couple times on Wednesday nights, yeah. right? And Wednesday nights, I believe uh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It might might have been no Mondays were Carter the big Powder. extra. Quarter pounder might have been quarter pounder on uh, on Wednesdays. Could have been that. Okay. So I the way that I remember it is we we would go to go to the liquor store, then we'd go to either Domino's or or, or um, McDonald's. One time I I remember you and I ate three Big Macs in one sitting. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I feel it was more. I think it was like five. I think it was five actually too. Yeah, because they were like Toonie. Oh man, wasn't it like a Toonie Tuesday or something? Maybe. Something now like that, that I remember that you worked there, I don't remember there was a benefit to us visiting you at work. Did you ever we... visit me at work? You I, did. If I had a couple, a couple of visits and I actually worked at the cash, it could have been a different story. But I was in the back on the grill, baby, okay. where the real work happens. So, <laughs> so we would, we would. <laughs> Man, Steve's eyes are going to hurt so much when we're rolling them. They're rolling so hard. So hard. Uh, He's going to wake up with all these wrinkles around his eyes. He's not going to know why. Todd's going to be like, baby, your eyes. (laughs) Get home alive. Yeah. Todd's going to be like, you look so stressed. Did you not enjoy yourself when you went down to Do I see some gray hairs like that? Fucking Dave, man. Okay, so we we, we crushed one sitting. We crushed five Big Macs. Something ridiculous. Um, Seriously had probably destroyed half of my insides. So good at the time. Yeah. We would then go to my basement yes. to record something. Yes. Silly. Yes. I remember because I mean Steve always had something cool, and he had a mic hanging from his ceiling with a spit guard, homemade spit guard. Oh, with like pantyhose or something around a ring. No. Underwear. Nope. What was it? I'm pretty sure it was a bounce sheet. 
Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It probably was. Wow. And I remember that, and I was like, why did you do that? And you're like, well, when you sing, you people naturally spit, and you don't want to get on the mic. So when you enunciate... I was like, oh my goodness, he's a fucking genius. That was like 10 spit cards. In yeah. Right now. <laughs> now, because of you, Steve, now I know. Um, and we used to get a little tipsy and freestyle rap. Oh man, I'm so happy you brought this up. Let me rephrase. I used to freestyle rap as Steve laughed and giggled and wrote things in the background. Steve's rhymes were always so tight. Mine were always so whack. Now, if I remember correctly, yeah, Steve has such a, a soft and easy flow. Always, yeah. And uh, from what I remember, I remember when you um, you played this to me for the first time, like one of your songs that you guys made. I was like, "Wow, oh, you're you're doing pretty good." And, you're, and then you told me the secret the that secret. you should have never told me. Yes, but it, you're I, like, I, I refer listen, to it now as a Christina yeah. Aguilera secret. You were like, um, <laughs> "You're like, if you listen closely, you'll see that it's chopped up," because Steve got me to s- just freestyle, and he only took the good parts of my yep. freestyle and actually blended them together, yep. the ones that matched. Yep, and yep. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, tell your secret. Yeah. Now, uh, what do we say? Uh, we play a little game here. You guys try to fill. Actually, we'll leave it for Steve because I know Anthony will remember his rap. I, of course, remember it because I've listened to the song many times <laughs> because it's the best song. <laughs> Why don't I start a phrase, or a rap, I should say, oh, of one of Anthony's raps that he had? <laughs> and Kay. Steve, you try to see if you can fill, fill in the blanks. First, <laughs> first you got to start off by saying, you got you to say what song it is because there was uh you ain't keeping a real was always my favorite that was real. that was the that chart was, burner that was the um the first single if we were gonna say on the lp <laughs> that that that, that <laughs> went the highest on dave's top top 10 list okay so steve try to fill in the blank ready i i'm not gonna do well at this because i don't remember so first steve of all first of everything. all steve i don't know if you wrote this part in uh 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 did you did you tell Anthony to say that in the song or was he just going for that? That was him going for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm a natural. Uh uh uh. I got ten toes and two elbows. Turn out the lights and Watch me go. No. Nope. No. And we're making out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Really? First first thing you messed it up is uh, I got ten toes and two elbows. Turn the lights out and we're making out. What uh, did I say? Uh uh-uh. uh. Now. Okay, so what was it? Uh some say the sex, some say the X makes the sex better, but the Coors Light makes the ladies look better. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not And Steve, at all. Steve in the background's like, mad at me, hate on me. <laughs> I, I gotta look, I gotta remember those. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like. But uh, it was like, it was honestly, it was like such an amateur rap from Anthony's part, but then the background vocals and then the chorus was, was so, so good. It was so, so tight, tight so because tight. that was Steve's part. Oh, I don't even want to hear this right oh, now. Oh, I would love it if you oh had it, Anthony. God. Please no. tell me. I have it somewhere. I don't know exactly. I was trying to boot up my old laptop and it was not working. You don't remember any bit of it? I Steve? remember the chorus. What was the chorus? How did you come on? Sing it for us, please, please. I want to hear it. I, I don't even remember. To be honest with you, I remember the melody. I don't remember the words. I just remember you. You ain't keeping it real. Cause what? Did you say that uh, part? You ain't keeping it. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, Anthony says that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't keeping it real. Oh yeah, people sort of mad at me because you had some. What um? What instrumental was that? Y'all ain't keeping it real. It was It was a. Must have been um, Junior Mafia's Get Money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Get money. 
Yeah, you ain't feel it. Get no, this is not entertaining radio for anybody else. <laughs> well, we have to get the recording. Maybe you can dig it up and throw I, it on I'm gonna the I'm going to see outro. if I can find it. Yeah, that would be amazing. Inside my privy uh, 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 uh. Call me lover man I'll be your body sweater Love My wings will fly y'all To heaven in a second And all y'all players Y'all best stay clear Cause if you hate it On the tally You ain't keeping it real uh. And all those people That be mad at me It can't be half of me I said Y'all ain't keeping it real Throwing bows at my enemies I've got 80 I said Y'all ain't keeping it real All you mad Cause I'm a player I can't stand you Because Y'all ain't keeping it real Kick your ass If you step to me You can't Punk got frisky, uh, gave him a back fist as soon as he approached me. Uh, uh, it ain't easy being T O N Y. Deal with the pretzels, make all the girls cry. Got shipment in the morning at N A B Y. You may think you're the shit, I throw beer in your eyes. My I just want a 40 ounce of malt liquor. Uh, Get my drink on by the time I start dinner. Just cause I got asthma don't mean that I'm inferior. You're hating on the tally, you ain't keeping it real. Uh, and all those people that be mad at me, it can't be half of me. I said, y'all ain't keeping it real. So Goes out to my main strip man. Uh. And 
told me that too and I was I was like wait no I really burnt everything wasn't that the year when Michael Jackson died and you were you must have been kicking your computer oh, that's exactly what happened <laughs> I I remember when you told me that and I was like well you, but you didn't lose everything right like you still got you ain't keeping it real remember that when we wrote about Melissa Lum Melissa Lum in my Muslims? head what did you say? In Melissa my head, Lum. That song was the best song of them all. Well, it was a she Chinese. The, the uh, girl's mind. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. That one, right? Yeah. Oh, I, do you? Okay, do you remember? You tried so hard to get some rhythm into me, and I couldn't do it. You're like, no, just chop these words. Like, uh, I can't remember the, the exact I, lyric, but I remember it being work. Yes. It was. I was trying so hard, <laughs> and Steve's like, oh my god, Steve had the patience of an angel, and, and I'm like, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it done. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it right on the beat. I couldn't do, I couldn't you do anything right. German though. I, oh, wait. you're like, uh, it was something about West Pacific Mall. <laughs> I was like, You're just talking about Asian culture, I guess, basically. Well, because we both girls. had this huge crush on Melissa Lum. And she's just like this she great, was beautiful. yeah, she beautiful was like, and great and pure heart and, yeah. and just like a great lady. And we both had the, and the the whole. We'd always like joke around like, who's gonna marry her? I was gonna marry. Steve's gonna marry. Go back and <laughs> Obviously forth. Obviously, wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, now in retrospect, it wasn't you. Yeah. I think but I knew that then. <laughs> it was just very competitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if I can't have her. Can't have her. <laughs> she's still alive. Oh uh, yeah, we'll tag her in this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah but I. I remember that song. You, I remember you presenting the song. You're like, I wrote this stuff out, and like, we're gonna do it. Yeah, 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 but before we get busy, we gotta take it off. I know you want it, you love it, come in the stallion. We'll be sharing the pleasure turn to the break of dawn. Stally, why you hogging the honeys? You need to back away. Before I get crazy, making you run away. Serenade with wishes, freaking her all day. We be sweating with passion, loving her easy. Believe me, you silly, ain't gonna back it off. I tease her with bubble tea, rub the backs off. Take off her shoes and her socks, as I make her back warm. As I tickle her jelly, making her wet dog. She loved me long time, player, you acting all sly. She told me she wants me getting her tongue tied. One day we'll be married outside of Shanghai. Making babies once a year, making a whole tribe. She loves me, man. She doesn't even care about you. I write a poetry. We go out to Pacific Mall, too. Man, you lying, better tell the truth because. Got a number, girl, I'm so in love with you. She loves me, man. She doesn't even care about you. I write a poetry. We go out to Pacific Mall, too. Man, you lying, better tell the truth because. Got a number, girl, I'm so in love with you. Stop! This shit is getting kind of serious. Ain't even mine, but yet she's making me delirious. 
Man, if she only knew how I felt Love is crazy, got me acting like I'm somebody else Yo, I feel your mind is haziness whenever near her I wish I could touch her, show her that she's special And even when I'm working with her, she drives me mental Sweetest thing you've ever met, put her on a pedestal I hate dog, that kind of girl you marry And that's with candles, getting dinner already Dress her up with the finest, tell her I love her daily Take vacations to Paris, Venice, the whole world be The simplest things make the biggest impressions Like telling her she's lovely or she got her hair done When she walks in the room, my heart begins to stagger Getting butterflies just thinking about her being in my life, uh She loves me, man She doesn't even care about you I write a poetry We go out to Pacific Mall too Man, you lying, better tell it the truth Because I love my girl, I'm so she loves me, man. She doesn't even care about you. I write poetry. We go out to Pacific Mall too. Man, you lying. Better tell it the truth because. Got a girl, I'm so in love with you. I think I'm finding out what fantasy is all about. Can't even concentrate. The thought of you makes me freak out. I won't find the words. Tell you that I love you, girl. Share my feelings with ya I'm crazy about you, baby, getting weaker She loves me, man She doesn't even care about you I write poetry We go out to Pacific Mall, too Man, you lying, better tell it the truth Because I got a love and I'm so in love with you She loves me, man She doesn't even care about you I write poetry We go out to Pacific Mall, too Man, you lying, better tell it the truth Because I got a love and I'm so in love with you Oh, no, actually, my favorite song that we ever did was All I Need in Life for Me is Me and My Best Friend. My Best Friend. Oh, right and Die to the Very End. It's Me and My Best Friend. Yeah, I remember that one, too. Oh, that was a big hit. I don't remember it, though. I'm going to have to dig up my laptop tonight, too, see, blow the dust oh, off it. I know, I know for sure it's on that one. It might be on a hard drive I got around here somewhere, too. Yeah, I'm sure you have it on a CD disc. Yeah. You oh. do have it somewhere because I came over once and you started playing some of it. I remember, I don't know exactly where it would be, but I feel like it's somewhere. I feel like you should have had this stuff prepared ahead of time, uh, seeing as scripture was coming by here tonight. Sorry, what was that? No, I'm not going to repeat myself. Yeah. I'm just going to let the dead air flow here, <laughs> because you guys think I talk too much. <laughs> Enjoy this, listeners. You do talk too much. Well, if you have something to say, then say it. Well, oh, I can't do everything, Dave. What's that? Steve. Are you, are you regretting yourself at this all? This guy has children. <laughs> Imagine that. This is insanity. Let's just say uh, I do about 10% of the parenting around there. Yeah. No kidding. All right, listen. We're going to cut this off now before Steve strangles Dave. Mm-hmm. Steve Foster, my good friend. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Thank you for putting up with David. It's quite the environment you've built around here. This is impressive. Is it? Is it though? Or is this just what you do when you have too much crap and no kids? Yeah. You'll turn this into a play area for your children. No, no, no. No, it won't. This will stay this way. Anyways, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us. Now to three pockets. The first, first air of tension this whole time. Yes. It's like, no.
No. <laughs> I'm not, not going to give it to you guys this time around. You can just uh, deal with the silence. Are you going to do at least your sign-off? Well, I, whenever you want to send it to me, I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> so, Steve, I want to thank you so much. We're going to dig right now and see if we find it. If we do find it, it will be on the recording, probably starting right now. Thank you so much for listening. Dave, take it away. You take your dick out of the peanut butter jar now. We're done. <laughs> I'm going
gon' do you He gon' fool you, he out to rule you Put you in a tutu and call you boo-boo Then have you in a moo-moo cooking foo-foo Damn, I like that ain't right He at 40 Saturday night Be listen, he listen You heard what he said and Big Pippin Hope the sex grade and you like what the chef made But damn, you're separated by a decade So we owe plenty, I can take you to a old Denny's Look, when you were 10, he was a grown 20 No wonder him and Kells made a whole album I don't know how your mama can allow To go on with the abuses, it's useless Lose this, I'm useless, I'll meet you back in Houston Just scream my name